Welcome back to the Mail Right Podcast. We are in episode number 314, and uh, I am super excited today to have Jimmy Burgess on the show, which, uh, little known fact, Jimmy is one of the only guys that I follow. Uh, Hello, and, man. Uh, he is, uh, he is uh, a, an Inman contributor, and I stumbled across him because I've got Inman on my cell phone, and I, I maintain a subscription. I read very fast. I actually I peruse most of what I find, see on Inman. Very rarely does any of it catch my attention, or do I dive into the whole piece. Most of it is is stuff that that is not really super relevant to my interests. But Jimmy has had an unusual take on every single topic that I've ever seen him speak on. An obvious. Uh, expert, boots on the ground, super, super solid salesperson willing to share his information with everybody for free. We reached out on the off chance that Jimmy would would say yes to coming on the show. He surprised us with a yes. He's here today, and we're going to talk about one of the subjects that he talks about, which is how to get listings in 2022. But anyway, Jimmy, go ahead and introduce yourself. We're really happy to have you. Hey, I'm really happy to be here. I'll tell you what, I mean, I've, I've said this before, man. I had a full head of hair 27 years ago when I got into real estate. Um, <laughs> this business um, has been pretty amazing. Um, and as we were talking before we came on, man, I, there's no out, way I can outgive what this business has given to me. And so, you know, hopefully what comes through in some of the things that I'm doing and the content I'm doing is, is man, I'm just, somebody did it for me. You know, I mean, somebody shared ideas with me when I was brand new, when I was struggling, when I was having um, a plateau in my business, or maybe it was just I just wanted to have some gas on my fire. Um, you know, there were people that spent time and, and gave freely. And so I think it's just the right thing to do. Um, one of the things that's kind of interesting, and I, and I know we'll get into this, but um, uh, is to kind of uh, through this journey. You know, I mean, in reality, I just I can look back over these 27 years and you know, we went through the boom of 2003 and four. Man, I was 34 years old. I'm thinking, man, this is, you know, it's all about me. You know what I mean? It's so easy. I'm so smart, you know, making a million plus dollars a year selling real estate. And then all of a sudden in 2009, I'm sitting in bankruptcy court literally with five hundred dollars to my name. Um, and, um, the market had made me look a lot better than I was, and it made me look a lot worse than I was probably too. Um, but coming through all of that on the other side of it, you begin to get a new appreciation for, um, how blessed we are to be in this business, how, how much we have the opportunity to literally affect, um, generational wealth, um, and change the trajectory of families, um, through helping them with the, uh, buying and selling of real estate. And so after I came through all that, you know, my, my marriage was still intact. Um, you know, my, um, we began to build back financially, um, mentally, physically, all of it. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden now here we are, we're on the other side of this thing. And, um, man, I'm just, I'm excited to be able to share some of the things I always say, I don't want to come from any, I don't want to speak on anything where I'm speaking from a place of theory. Um, so everything that I do is coming from a place of experience where I've either screwed it up or maybe we did it okay, or I talked to other people and they gave me ideas and I did it myself and then we saw some results. So, um, man, I'm excited to be here. We, we can talk about listings. We can talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. I'm, I'm excited to be here with you guys. Well, right now, I want to I want to talk to our new listeners about John. So my, my co-host uh, who puts up with my ass, which is a bigger task than most of you will ever know or understand, is... Uh, is uh, also, the founder of MailRight, he is uh, runs another epic podcast on the topic of WordPress. It's uh, also one of the top shows in its category. 
So he has two top podcasts that he he manages, this one and another one, because we're quickly becoming one of the top podcasts in the real estate marketing space. So with no further ado, John, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the new listeners and audience? Oh, thank you, Robert. And I'd like to point it out to the listeners and viewers, I love that word Robert used, um, prose, wasn't it? He doesn't really listen much to what I say anyway. So there we go. Um, I'm the founder of Mailwright. What is Mailwright, listeners and viewers? Well, we build websites for agents on WordPress. So you own them. You're not leasing them. And we've got a host of other marketing tools that will help you on your online marketing digital journey. Back over to you, Robert. Wonderful. So, Jimmy, uh, I heard you when you said, and and what I'm thinking is I probably would want to do more than one show, but John's already titled this one, and he titled it uh, uh, How to Get Business Listings in 2022. So mm-hmm. I want to I segment that just a slight bit. I want to I ask you a, a question that's going to be easy for you to answer, but I also want to segment out that question a little bit. So we've been in this super hot market. It's one of the hottest markets I've ever seen in 16 years of doing this, except for maybe 2007 when I first got into the business. But I am noticing that that market is starting to slow and mm-hmm. that a lot of people are starting to hit me with the, oh, I've got time to build this web- website and stuff like that. My agents are finally calling me back. People are having some time. It does feel like something is changing in the market. So here's my question for you. You obviously have a lot of content that's already been published on how to do listings. What do you say to somebody in a market that's slowing down that says, hey, I had these three strategies that were getting me listings. Two of the three aren't working. What do you tell that person as a person that's been doing this for 25 years? Yeah, I would just say this. Um, We're coming out of a portion, and I don't mean to um, offend anyone, where the market's made you look a lot better than you are. It's made all of us look a lot better than we are. Um, and so when that happens, um, you either decide to get yourself humbled and learn some new skills, or I promise you the market will do it for you, um, speaking from experience. Um, and so what I would suggest is, is now more than ever, now's the time. Um, refine your skills. Become the expert um, that you um, know you should be and can be in all thing, all areas, whether that's the digital marketing and doing the things with your website whether that's becoming the local expert and knowing the market better than anyone and having your literally your thumb on the pulse of exactly what's happening there, um, refining yourself in a way. Study what's happened in past you know, slowdowns. What did people do? Um, I think we can all agree that there are certain people that when the market shifts, there are certain people that really thrive and there are people that get harmed in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding that, um, especially right now, growth and comfort cannot coexist. Uh, they just can't coexist. And so un- right now's the time to get uncomfortable. Now's the time to start stretching yourself, learning new skills, applying new skills, throwing some spaghetti against the wall, so to speak, seeing what begins to stick and really start doing not just the things. What, what got you here is not going to get you to that next level. So what is it, the skills that you need to learn? What are the, the, um, the strategies you need to learn? Become a student of some of these other folks that are out there. That's the beauty right now is, man, you can learn anything. I mean, YouTube, come on. All you got to do is go on YouTube and say how, should, how to generate listings in a, in a slowing down market. Man, there's going to be a million people out there going to tell you exactly what they're doing. Um, so it's just right now, I think we are going to literally, we are in the process, in my opinion, 
of seeing the wheat and the chaff being separated very quickly in the near future. Um, as this shifts a little bit, and I think we're going to have a strong spring. I'm not saying this market is done. I think we're going to have another strong spring, and I think we've still got a, another little while here on this, but it would be naive to think that we're going to go back to back to back years like what we saw last year as far as the amount of growth and the price increases and the number of transactions. Um, so historically speaking, as you see transactions begin to slow and prices continue to stay high for another year or so, we got a ton of demand out there um, that needs to be filled if we can get the right properties out there. So, I mean, I'm not saying this thing is over, but I'm saying right now is the time to really dive in and become strategic about stretching yourself and become more of the professional that you are supposed to be and that you can be for your clients. Got you. So I love that high level that high level advice. Uh, I personally have watched, I, and actually, I've I've stolen a couple of ideas from you in terms of creating my own content. I put a digital marketing spin on anything I've I've heard you say. Mm-hmm. So so it's not like I've taken directly, but but I've translated into the digital space. So here's my my follow up question. So that's the broad answer. I couldn't agree with you gotcha. more. I'm right on. I'm on the. I'm on the Can same I? target. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's a quick it. question. It. You know, you said you said that the last downturn humbled you a bit, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. If you were talking, if you could go back in time and talk to that younger agent with hair, <laughs> what would be the two things you would have would have advised that younger Jimmy to have done that would have made the situation a bit better for you? The first thing I would have done is punched him in the throat, a little jerk. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would have tried to get his attention first um, because, you know, I think sometimes what can happen is, is we can get to this place where um, our ego, our pride takes us to a place where, I mean, there were people that were telling me, hey, you know, listen, you're making all this money, put it away. You know, um, what I would say right now is, is um, st- stockpile cash and reduce debt. Um, and listen, if this thing continues, which I hope it will, and I believe we're going to have a few more years of this, if this thing continues at this level and you continue to make the money you're making or more, and you get to three years from now and you save cash, you win. If this thing turns in two years and you saved cash, you win huge because now you've got the opportunity when wealth is made during transition times of transition. So now you have this cash on hand to be able to take advantage of some of the opportunities you see. As far as my business goes, here's really practical what I would tell myself back then. Quit being so transactional and become more relational. Quit worrying about the next transaction and trying to find the new next new lead and focus on the ones you've got. If I, looking back, and this is what I really preach right now is, if I would go deeper with the people we've already got business relationships with, people that already know, like, and trust us, I promise they'll take you wide. They will help your business grow through referrals, through additional business, through additional opportunities. The biggest thing I made a big mistake on, well, first off, I was just, I was literally just spinning as quick as it could come in. You know, I mean, it was, you know, it's bottles and models, you know what I mean, kind of set up. But basically where we're at now is we're at a place where we've got an opportunity really to set ourselves up by building these relationships. You know, people love you right now. Everybody, if you sold something to somebody two years ago, I mean, they've made a pile of money as far as equity on that home. Um, If you helped someone transition from one property to the next in the last year, um, you've helped them navigate um, something that, you know, they, they may not have been able to do unless they found the right person. Now's the time really to drive those relationships. Surprise those 
folks with new and fresh ways to build that relationship. And if you build those relationships, no matter what the market does, those will continue to feed you. View it almost like you're planting seeds. Drive the roots deep in those relationships and it'll bear more fruit. Does that make sense? Time yeah. Soon. So you're building these relationships up with these people that you've already done business with. Once again, couldn't agree with you more. I, I, I subscribe to the 100 and 100 theory, which is just basically the concept that somebody put out there a long time ago that says your first 100 clients are the, the 100 clients that established any business. I, I, I felt that way as a salesperson my entire career. I feel that way as a business owner. There's always 100 relationships that define your business, I think. And it's, by the way, it works the opposite way with employees. There's 100. If you're building a business, there's 100 relationships that probably establish your company. They tend to be the employees that you're bringing on that you know that you have like that you're as you build the brand or the business whatever it is it's like the first 100 or the 100 that, that you relate to on a day to day basis so the the math can be taken any way that you want it but taking taking that into account jimmy and how would you go about working an existing database to get some listings let's start yeah, let's man. start there like like an existing client list and i don't like talk, talking about people yeah. like their data cuz they're not mm -hmm. so you're they're trying not. to build these relationships and you're trying to you're, you want to open the door to conversations that will also potentially yield you referrals for listings. How do you do that? Yeah. So, I mean, man, I'm, this, is, this, is, this is my favorite thing to talk about right now because I believe this strategy alone, um, if you would do this, um, would change your business. And what I title it, unsolicited video CMAs. And let me tell you the background on this, okay? Mm -hmm. Basically, what this is, is in the last quarter that I was selling, that I had my team and we were selling, was, uh, was the fourth quarter of 2018. Um, so just a couple, three years ago. Um, and when we were at that time was, is I decided what I was going to do is I was going to evaluate, okay, because basically our real estate business works on a 60, 90 day cycle. You know, the things we're doing now are going to show up in 60, 90 days. So, hey, listen, crazy to say this, we're 70 days, we're less than 70 days away from being in 2022. So how are you going to start off next year to be where it'll be your best year? Um, and this is what I did. I just said, you know what, I'm going to figure out what is it that my past clients and how can I generate listings? Well, I started thinking about, well, gosh, everybody wants to know what their value of their home is, especially right now with these big moves. I'm not even going to ask them if they're curious. I'm just going to take the time. I'm going to record my screen. I'm going to, I'll get real practical with this on how to do this. I'm going to send these video emails. I'm not going to ask them if they want to list. I'm not going to ask if they want to sell. I'm just going to give them the value and just say, hey, listen, here's where the value is. Here's a range. If you're curious about what it would sell for, literally, I'm giving you a $50,000 range, for instance. I can walk through your house in five minutes and tell you exactly what the value is. I sent those out. Listen, I didn't work every day, but I decided I was going to do one a day. I did 72 of them in the fourth quarter of 2018. And out of those 72, before I transitioned in May of the following year into this position, I listed $11.2 million directly from those 72 CMAs that I sent out. Um, from those, now listen, this is back in the day, you didn't sell everything. It wasn't like having an ATM card like it is now if you get a listing. Um, I sold $9.1 million worth of those listings. And so when I broke this down, those activities that took me, and I'll tell you exactly how I did it and what it looks like in just a second, that took me on average about 30 minutes to put together, basically gather the information, record it, email it out, a five to seven minute video. It came up to a $3,600 per hour activity. Think about this. Now, listen, I, I'm on a coastal market, so my average sales price may be higher than somebody's list. Say yours is half of mine, $1,800 an hour activity. The only thing I'm sad that I didn't do was more of it. Because when I understood that, and I understood the fact that, listen, 
the way that I was giving value and I was building relationship, because listen, I'm giving them what they want. They want to know where their value is. And I'm giving it to them in a way that nobody had ever given it to them. All of a sudden, it began to stand out. And here's the crazy thing. And then I'm going to get to the practical side of exactly how to do this. This has a tail on it like nothing else I've ever seen. We can post something on social media and literally it's like it scrolls, scrolls, scroll. It's gone. You know what I mean? It's gone within an hour. Maybe you catch a flyer on this thing and it stays there for a little while. The beauty of this was that I did these in fourth quarter of 2018. I shifted into this position and not make an outbound call for real estate from the time that I shifted in. 2020 hits. I had done a little thing that I would encourage people to do in this is I during those videos for them, I would say, by the way, if you're ever curious about where your value was now, you can always come back. Just go to your email and search your address or valuation update, and you'll be able to see exactly where this was. People began to go back to that thing in 2020, and I got calls back. Now, I was using BombBomb, which you know told me when they went back there. So when I'd see that pop up in 2020, I'd be like, bing, might want to call those folks. But it gave me a little of a heads up. But I listed another five, over $5 million in 2020 from those things. I did 18 months before, and then they bought those that sold. Some of them just went ahead and turned around and bought another $2.5 million. So now think about that, $7.5 million from a 30-minute-a-day activity 18 months ago. And not only that, I generated a $9 million worth of sales back then, seven years, $16.5 million worth of sales from something I did 72 times for 30 minutes. Come on, man. I mean, there's nothing else out there we can do like that. And I'm going to tell you exactly how I did it. Let me let me get real practical with this because this was the, the critical part of this. I would just basically, I would have my screen pulled up. I would have tabs pulled up and I would have a couple of things. The first thing I would have is the the active pending and sold places like theirs. Okay. And I'll, I can send you a copy of one of these if you want to take a look at it. I would have an estimated seller net sheet, giving them a dollar volume, a dollar price that they could expect based on the range that I was going to give them. And the first thing I had on there was I had Google Earth pulled up. Listen, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I was low tech, but I could pull up Google Earth <laughs> and then I would have their address pulled up right there on the screen. And the second that I would hit record screen with bomb bomb and I'd be the little person down the bottom screen of the screen and I have the rest of it recording. As soon as it would get to one, I would hit the go button on that. And all of a sudden from outer space, this thing narrows down on top of their house. The click through rate was stupid y'all. And here's the thing when I would do this, because I was using bomb bomb, they have the GIF or GIF where it's embedded in the email. So it starts moving when they see it. They see this thing zooming in on their house and they could, I mean, I was, it was like literally like addictive. They could not not push play on that thing. And then I would just zoom in there and I would say, hey, it's been a little while since I've given you an update on your valuation. Wanted to just give you an update because the market's been moving. Then I flipped my screen over and I flipped the tab over to the active pending souls. I didn't have to memorize them. They're right there in front of me. And I just walked and talked them through it. And then I said, based on these, I want to give you a range. I haven't been in your house in a little while. So obviously, I'm going to give you a rough range. If you're curious about what it'd sell for, it'd take me five minutes to walk through the house. Just give me a call and I can tell you exactly what it'll sell for. But I want to give you a range of where this value is. And then I would go through, I'd give them the range. And then I went over to the net sheet, which is the other tab that was pulled up. And I would take that and I would break down the typical closing costs for a seller in our market. And then I would say, this is an estimated net of what you might what you might walk away with, with the purchase price being in the middle of the range I gave you. Here's your standard closing costs, excluding payoff of mortgage, you know, HOA, you know, the prorations, all those kind of things, covering ourselves. And then here's the dollar amount you can think. And then I would end it, like I said, I would say, hey, listen, I hope this has been a value to you. 
Um, and listen, if you're curious about what it would sell for, take, like I said it earlier, it'd take me five minutes to walk through it. But if you're ever wanting to look back on this, this is a great place just to have where you would have a marker on where your value was um, at that time in the fourth quarter of 2018. This is always something you can come back by doing that. And then I just say, have a great day. Listen, you know, I'm here as a resource. I can do anything for you guys um, or anybody that you know, please let me know. I'd end it. I'd right. sent that thing out and it killed you. <laughs> so, um, John, I'm going to tickle your memory here. You ready, buddy? Yeah. This is the guy that Stephen Passanelli talked to us about. Oh, this yeah. is the yeah, guy Stephen for Bomb Bomb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we did a we did a podcast with the CMO of Bomb Bombs yeah. who brought you up. In a podcast, yeah, yeah. talking about this. Anyway, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jimmy, uh, John, we've got to go to break. We're going to come right back. Uh, when we do, we're going to have some more amazing questions for Jimmy. Uh, John, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this very small window to oh, like ask another question of him. So when we come back, John is going to see if he can scratch his chin and think of something to something to ask this incredible to guess who is uh, already a legend on our show and didn't even know it. Um, stay tuned. We'll be back. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the Mail Right Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with the uh, incredible Jimmy. We've just figured out, uh, it's episode number 314, by the way, we've just figured out that he was talked about by another guest that we had on the show probably six to eight months ago, a guy by the name of Stephen Pastinelli, who is the CMO for a company called Bomb Bomb. And Jimmy was literally one of Stephen's stories on how to get great usage out of Bomb Bomb and use this story that Jimmy just told us before the break about how he leveraged Bomb Bomb. For the record, Jimmy, anything that you have on this strategy, anything at all that you want to share with me, a video, anything yeah, written, a page on a website, um, anything, I, yeah. I, would, I would love to see. Um, so, John, yeah. uh, before the break... I told you we'll give you that Jimmy and I, uh, ver verbose dudes that we are, we're going to give you a chance to actually say something. So, so what, what, what amazing uh, question would you like to ask Jimmy? Well, Jimmy, you know, we're coming in the end of the year. We've done a lot of really great interviews and we've had a lot of great experts like you. And I've learned through those interviews, Jimmy, I think there's kind of three things that really come to the surface. One of them is what you were talking about getting close with clients. Mm -hmm. I call it the Buffini method mm -hmm. um, based on what Buffini coaching teaches their students. But I personally think that the most successful agents are those that combine what I call the Buffini method with online marketing. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I also think it, I've also noticed 
that it's very hard to find an agent that can do both successfully at the same time. So maybe you can give me a reflection why you think, if you agree with that and why you think that is. And another one that I've learned is you've got to niche. You've got to find your niche. And you're trying to sell to everybody means you're probably not going to effectively sell to anybody. And thirdly, you've got to keep at it. You've got to have focus and do the grind. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. the kind of three things that I've learned this year from all the interviews that we've done. Maybe you can, like, number one, and maybe give a quick, if you think I'm on the right track on the other two that I've learned this year. No, I, I completely agree. Um, I think um, the biggest thing most people do is they quit right before they get some success. Bridging those two, though, because listen, you can't be great at everything. But what's happened right now, you know, is the folks that um, first off, there are great experts out there. I mean, obviously, we're sitting here talking to you that can help on the digital side. You know, you don't have to learn everything. Find somebody that's really good at it. Hire them. Um, it would be my suggestion if that's the area you, you struggle with. If you struggle on the relational side, man, I mean, that's going to that's gonna affect every area of your life. You really ought to work on that. Um, but, you know, from a standpoint on the relational side, the person that is good with building relationships with clients and they're having difficulty bridging over into that on uh, digital marketing, um, the biggest bridge right now that is out there is video. Um, and I always say this, your vibe attracts your tribe. So, you know, just be yourself. I mean, there's people that, man, they'll hear this Southern accent I've got and, and energy that I is, you know, is, it, you know, drives my wife crazy. And, they, and I'm going to turn some people off. You know what I'm saying? But those are my people. I call them OKPs. I want to find our kind of people. And by doing video, it almost acts like a natural filter. It also gives you the ability, the same conversations that you can have with those clients, have it on video, post those things strategically after you've identified who your ideal target audience is, find someone that can help you put that message and present that message to that group in a way that it gets it in front of the right people. And I promise you're going to start to to bridge that where all of a sudden now online digital marketing is going to begin to build relationships before you ever meet anybody. Um, You know, how many times have you done that where you'll meet somebody that that you've been watching some of the stuff on video and you're like, wow, um, man, I feel like I know you. And that's what we're working on. We want people to know us first and then to get to a place where they like and trust us. But ultimately, it all starts. So for me, I don't think there's ever been a better time. And, and you want to be, you know, people be like, well, I'm not, I don't know as good on video. Um, well, let me just say this. You want to get entertained? Go back to my YouTube channel and watch those first couple of videos. I mean, go back to y'all's. I mean, anybody's. I'm telling you. I mean, listen, I always say this. When a baby's born, they crawl. At some point, they get up and they fall. But nobody's like, oh, you suck at that. Don't you, you, I guess you're never going to be a walker. I mean, they keep pushing the baby to get up and keep walking. All of a sudden, they start running. And then all of a sudden, they've got this out. You know, But everything is a process. So whatever it is, you're never going to – I've never found it – where you're going to start out and you're going to be like, I'm a natural at this. Easy. Never going to get better at this. I'm as good as I've ever been on the first take. Get into a place where you're taking those reps on video. Because to me, not only is video important now, just think about this. We're literally sitting here having this recording and there could be a hundred years from now. Now somebody could watch this 
Think about that. I, I do Versus, hope. I, I do hope not, Jimmy. No, exactly, I do too. <laughs> but I will say this: that conversation we had before we got on the air that we hope nobody ever hears. They're not going to. They have a chance of hearing this one, and so it's one of those where. I think if you're trying to expand your audience, especially on social media or on digitally or on your website or whatever it is to reach that online audience, video is the way to go. It is absolutely a natural filter. It's going to take it where you're not going to have those clients because those people are going to get turned off by you and then aren't your people. It, that, that square peg is not going to go in your round hole. But you, they get to learn that early and so do you. So by the time they get to you, all of a sudden now you're you're getting these people that you're like, man, this is the ideal client I wanted to be. It's because you had the ideal messaging. You were authentically yourself. And then you found someone that can help you present and package that in a way that you put it in front of the people that needed to hear. Yeah, I think think before I put it over to Robert, I think you've just pointed out something as you were saying that, Jimmy. Like doing the videos is in a way nichifying in itself, because you're literally, you're you're only going to attract the people that really dig your vibe, really, aren't you? So in a way, you're using the video as a, a nichifying kind of mythology on its own. It's quite interesting. What do you reckon, Robert? Um, yes, <laughs> I think I think that that I would phrase it differently. But but video and and like okay so Jimmy Jimmy is his personality is sizzling through the podcast wires here everybody you can you can pick it up and he's just it, for those of you who watch it or decide to watch he's just the same in person he's full of energy and vim and vigor he reminds me a lot of a slightly more energetic Zig Ziglar which is one of my favorite all time probably because of the southern accent I'm going to be straight with you Jimmy. But I am giving you a huge compliment because I'm a would massive. You use, would you use those uh, terms with me, Robert? I'm, I'm a massive Zig Ziglar fan. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to quote you on that right quick there, Robert. I'm gonna <laughs> tweet that out. I'm going to tweet it out with your quote. <laughs> Please, you you are welcome to do so, man. I have you've been I've been smiling inside and outside. So, but what this does is like people get to nicheify. You're saying nicheify, and maybe I'm misunderstanding the way you meant that. But for me, nicheifying is saying. Uh, also saying you're picking up that very small percentage of people that just naturally gravitate to you, which, which I am identifying for everybody that's listening, why I naturally gravitated to Jimmy. He's, he's triggering some memories for me uh, when I was very young about like sales material and sales leaders and people that I would listen to and things like that. And so for me, he's a person that I, that caught my attention. I related to him. And then, and then we're, we developed a business relationship beyond that. That's the same thing to me about that video does for us and and every other kind of media that we're currently that's in the digital space. But I love video the most. Why do I love it the most? Because we get a chance to connect with somebody in a very personal way because we're talking about such specific things. Jimmy is, I am. We're talking about like how to list your home and really super specific stuff. If you're in the right space, like if you have a home to list as an example, and you happen to listen to Jimmy talk to it, or if you're a real estate agent, you need more listings, and you're you're in a place where you're hungry enough to get uncomfortable, as he said in the very beginning of the show, it's going to feel like Jimmy's speaking directly to you. It's going to feel like, oh, wow, light bulb, light bulb, light bulb. That, to me, is how I observe your comment. Is that what you meant, John? Yeah, I think you're using your personality to attract people that would want to work with you, but they're 
there's got to be something about your person. We all we all have that. There's. You remember that interview we did? I forgot the gentleman's name that wrote a book about a thousand doors that he knocked on. Mm. I think yeah. that's the. He was a he was a self-proclaimed introvert. I don't think Jimmy's an introvert, by the way. Uh, um, I'm I'm introverted, but I do go. I'm on video a lot, but I'm more of an introvert myself. But he he forced himself to go out and knock on doors, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and he built up a successful. So, but I think video you can use it as a to attract the right clients and you don't have to be a total out outrovert um and you know i think we're coming to the end of the podcast but if we can do some bonus i think you also get a lot of agents say well what do i talk about on video mm. well i'm just make this so much to talk about when it mm. comes to property you know, because everybody likes to look at properties, you know, and know more about properties. You know, you're talking something that people love to hear, aren't you, Robert? You you, you truly are. So, Jimmy, I'd like to give um, our audience, uh, if you're willing to stay with us just a few more minutes sure. after we wrap the podcast up for, for bonus content. Our bonus content for both you and our listeners, it goes on to our YouTube uh, channel, okay, which is the male hyphen right YouTube channel. I also have started to reproduce the show's content uh, and put it onto the inbound REM marketing channels uh, as well. So you'll you have two different places you can find it because John does all the hard work. I'm going to suggest the male right uh, channel first. If you want to learn some other stuff about real estate marketing, you can look at me second. Um, having said that, Jimmy, what I'd like to serve up is I'd like to change speed on you a little bit um, and just give everybody a taste uh, of maybe the top couple of things that you'd recommend for building a big brokerage fast, because that's something else yeah. that you're currently doing. So, yeah, man. Wait, hold on. Let me, let's go to, let's wrap the show up. So if everybody uh, could, so, so Jimmy, we like to end this show, the podcast part, with giving uh, our audience a way to look you up or get in touch with you, whatever, however you want that to happen. Can you can you help them out? Yeah, absolutely. I would say um, the Real Estate Sales Podcast is the podcast. YouTube, if you just go there and search Jimmy Burgess, there's over 200 plus videos there on how to grow your business. And um, man, that, that would be great. Uh, I'd love, that's where I'd love for people to go. Um, again, it's me trying to give back some of the stuff that people gave to me. Um, and I'm like you, Robert, I, 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 I'm just really literally spinning back, you know, and paraphrasing a lot of the things I've heard or I've experienced. So really appreciate y'all having me on, man. This has been great. Um, we got to do this again um, for sure as well. Yeah, it's been, I, I've had a ton of fun. I don't know if John has, but I've had a ton of fun. So, John. I've been He's always giving me a hard time, Jimmy. So I can't help if I'm English, can I? You know, God's sake. Um, so, so, John, if everybody wanted to reach you, how would they go about doing it? Oh, video me. <laughs> <laughs> now go to the mail right mail hyphen right.com um there's a you can book a chat with me um i love to consult with you back over to you robert 
Uh, same thing. Go to inbound REM. Look at con- under my contact me. Uh, I am still doing uh, one-on-one consultation calls. Uh, I I don't say this to <laughs> one of these days. I won't be. And that's the truth. I still am today, though, and I probably am through the end of the year. So if you want to talk to me directly one-on-one, go ahead and use my website and uh, do that. So with no further ado, thank you, everybody, for tuning into the podcast. We so deeply appreciate it. Please, if you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, go ahead and give us a review. We've worked so hard on the show. Uh, our guests are, are increasingly amazing as years have gone on. We'd really appreciate any fe- feedback that you can give us. We want to know that we're doing a good job. John and I uh, work for this praise. That's really what we're doing. Our little cup is out. We're like, please praise us, praise us. Anyway, that's it. Bye.